0: 90.1 Hope FM and HopeFM.com Well, Lena, first of all, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Blair. It's lovely to see you. <laughs> now, over the years, uh, I mean, obviously, love and marriage are very much a part of what a, a good priest is very much engaged with. I don't know whether you've ever kept count of the number of people that you have you have actually enabled to come together in marriage. I haven't it's it's a really rather large number and and of course such a privilege all ships at all sizes but tell me well, what indeed love is is something of course which which everybody relates to sadly um, people's experience of it is is very very diverse but but for you on on this valentines day what are the things that that uh, ring true the things that that you most want to share with people i will share A little poem with you. Fantastic.
1: John Betjeman's poem, In a Bath, Tea Shop. He writes, Let us not speak for the love we bear one another. Let us hold hands and look. She, such a very ordinary little woman, he, such a thumping crook, but both, for a moment, little lower than the angels in the tea shops, Ingle Nook. Let us hold hands and look. Love always is bigger than we can cope with. It is bigger than our ability to manipulate and control it, try as we will. It is bigger than our ability to reduce it down to words, articulate though we might be. We reach a stage where the enormity of love means that we have to do something that most preachers find very difficult, to go silent. And in terms of relationships, we hold hands and we look. And there's a parallel there with the heart of all love who is God. So as we find who we are by not exactly holding hands, but actually perhaps we do because because you can't You can't fully discover God who is in other people as much as God is in you yourself without taking the risk of being connected in relationships with others. God is embodied in other people and in you, so you do have to take the risk of holding hands and looking and watching and waiting upon Upon that love which is mysterious, which evokes a response of all in us. Yeah. Let us hold hands and look. There you are. That's
0: my first response. I can say other things. Well, tell me about your relationship with Lucinda, because obviously, behind every great man, uh, they say, is a great woman. And, and Lucinda, I know, has been a, a, a real a solid stay. The Queen said that of, of her husband Philip, you know, about her being her, her rock and her stay, uh, and so on. I guess you could say the same thing about. So it
1: is with Lucinda, yes. Yeah. How did um, you meet? We met, I was curate of Beaconsfield, and um, Lucinda had just come to faith at Oxford. She was studying English, English literature, and the origins of the English language. Um, She has a fascinating knowledge of literature and language, actually. Um, And she came to faith in a really vibrant church in the centre of Oxford, St. Audate's. Um, a man, a lovely and gifted man, Michael Green, um, prepared her for confirmation, and she was one of, I think, fifty candidates, who was um, who was confirmed by Patrick Roger, the Bishop of Oxford, on Pentecost Sunday in nineteen eighty. And Michael Green, I believe, said to Lucinda Will, um, "Jesus isn't just about when you're up at Oxford." Um, He's for all time and all places. You'd better start going to church when you're at home. So Lucinda trotted along to church um, in St. Mary's Beaconsfield. And the, a few weeks after that, that same Bishop Patrick Roger had ordained a deacon. And so going into church, there was a new young clergyman of 27 dark haired in those days Um, and lucinda says that as i came into church she heard god say to her you're going to marry that man and i gather her response as is often the case was robust and she said she says i said to god i'm certainly not going to marry that man you've got that one wrong um one i don't know him and that's really rather important if you're going to marry somebody that you, <laughs> you know that you ought to know them i have no relationship with this with this um straight off the production line new clergyman who's just walked into church and secondly um he's a clergyman and they're poor as church mice and they're i have no intention whatsoever. Of marrying a clergyman, Lucinda came from, you know, a legal and political family. Her father, Sir Ronald Bell, was a QC and very well, and and was the member of Parliament for Beaconsfield. and um, yes, a, a, a different circle to that in which the new curate moved. Anyway, Lucinda got involved with some of the youth work that the new curate was doing we went on all sorts of mm, we had tramps parties around Bournemouth you know where you have a different meal in each place and the odd glass of lemonade or whatever to keep to help you flow from one place to another as you go from your main course down the road to your dessert Um, I led all sorts of trips away up and up and down hills in the Lake District and Snowdonia, and uh, we went to youth hostelling. Lucinda didn't go on all of those, but that was the sort of thing that I did with many youth groups. I was involved with the Scouts. Sadly, her father died um, whilst I was cured there, in, in the House of Commons, actually, in his office. Um, a heart attack. and um, And I... Lucinda and I got to know each other better um, as she processed the bereavement for her father. And then when I went to be curate of King's Lynn, it transpired that she was going to do teacher training in Norwich at the University of East Anglia, not so far away. So we discovered that we were traveling between... The two places, Kings Lynn and Norwich, rather a lot. And as they say, one thing led to another. So we were married during my final month as curate in Kings Lynn and went back to be married in Beaconsfield.
0: 90.1 Hope FM and HopeFM.com. Now, what has sustained you and the Cinder? over those 38 years. I guess like all marriages, there's been highs and lows. I'll give you another poem, if I may. Go for it. Um, Perfect. And this is George Herbert.
1: It's not such an immediately accessible one um, as, as John Betjeman's Bath Tea Shop. George Herbert is a lovely, lovely poet with a deep spirituality who repays... Reading and rereading. Um this poem is called Love. It's actually, I think, Love Number Two. He has three poems called Love, Number One, Number Two, Number Three, and this is Number Two. And here he recognises that the heat of love and mutual desire and mutual enjoyment, which are fundamental to human love always need to be directed back towards our falling down in awe and wonder at the vastly greater graciousness of divine love. George Herbert Immortal Heat O let thy greater flame attract the lesser to it. That in a sense sums it up, that it's about recognising the greater flame of God's love and that our lesser flames of the love between us is to be found in its proper context as we help each other To come closer to God. But I'll finish the poem. Immortal heat. O let thy greater flame. Attract the lesser to it. Let those fires. Which shall consume the world. First make it tame. And kindle in our hearts. Such true desires. As may consume our lusts. And make thee way. Then shall our hearts pant thee. Then shall our brain all her invention on thine altar lay. And there in hymns send back thy fire again. Our eyes shall see thee which before saw dust dust blown by wit till that they both were blind thou shalt recover all thy goods in kind who wert diseased by usurping lust all knees shall bow to thee all wits shall rise and praise him who did make and mend our eyes Part of what has kept me and Lucinda together over these 38 and a half years is when we have taken the courage to help each other come closer to God. We've done so in a wide range of very personal ways, but I, I had the privilege of helping to train Lucinda and to supervise her as a lay minister in training. She is an awesomely perceptive preacher and well worth listening to. She's she's particularly good at sensing where God has things that God would like us to listen to. So that, I believe... Is what has kept us together over the years when we have helped each other to not just rely upon each other's love, though we do, we do, but to rely more
0: upon God. 90.1 Hope FM and HopeFM.com